Today is September 30th, the last day of September, and then comes October, which is Jake's favorite month of the year, which is my favorite month of the year, which is playoff baseball season. We're excited. We hope you guys are excited. We will be talking about whatever you want to talk about. It's the voicemail app. That line steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. What's going on, everybody? Yesterday we had an episode talked about how we're getting over the regular season whoa noodles excited for october damn (laughs) what's up my name is john boy i'm coming to you from new jersey i got jake he's wearing a jake suck shirt he's coming to you from denver we are back in our respected homes after a crazy weekend of traveling recorded yesterday from jake's mother's house ate a bunch of eggplant parm eggplant lasagna it was delicious now we got to talk some Yanks, Jake. We got voicemails coming up. Are you excited? I am excited. I'm in, I'm interested to see. You and I started realizing. If, I don't know if that was the, this morning or last night. It all kind of blurs together. But we were assuming that a lot of these voicemails are going to be pretty similar. Voight Ford uh, lining up the pitching, some lineup stuff. Uh, maybe we're right. Maybe we're wrong. Love the voicemail app. Um, if either one of us fall asleep, don't be shocked. It's been a busy 24 hours. I'm golden. I'm golden. I'm excited for tomorrow. I think I'm going to sleep in tomorrow. Hey, but tomorrow, no, not tomorrow. For anyone that knows, we're probably not going to deep dive into the Twins series matchup unless a voicemail uh, asks us to slightly because we will be bringing you a series preview episode on October We'll record Thursday night, the third. It'll be live in your on your podcast apps on the fourth. Put it on when you wake up. Get in the mood for baseball. Get excited. Stay excited. We got the seven o'clock start. That's a bit of news we got, Jake. Since since last time we recorded, sucks for the Astros that they do. They were complaining yeah. about not getting prime time last year. And I mean, what are you going to do if you're run a business? whatever market has the biggest market gets the biggest spot. I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. And not for nothing. Uh, it, it's just kind of different worlds. Like it, it, I lived in Texas for a little bit. Like Houston will be able to kind of shut it down Friday afternoon and do their thing and like rally around Houston and have a good time. New York can't fully, like, just hit the reset button like that. There's too much going on midday. So, I don't know. Maybe there's some bias or people would think that would be shot fires, shots fired. But, yeah, get the stadium in the Bronx during the nighttime. That's a no-brainer. I'm excited, man. I mean, if the Yankees played a day game on a Friday, people would get off work. They'd fill that place up. It would be right. wild. But – it's going to be a lot easier for it to be wild on a Friday night. Dude, I'm so excited. I'm excited and to I, live I, through it through my TV. If you're going, yeah. I'm so excited for you. 
and they they flip on Saturday, so New York will be the earlier game Saturday with Houston being the night game. So I guess there's a slight consolation there, but yeah, you you don't want the Friday afternoon game. Get out of here. <laughs> what's, what's the Saturday game, like a 4 o'clock start? It's a 5.07, and Houston's a 9.07. Oh, so 5.07, who, who cares? Okay. That's not, that's not that different. Roll the ball out there. <laughs> you want to get into the voicemails? I think so, Jim. All right, here we go. Hey, guys. Uh, Joe from uh, New Jersey. Uh, been listening to you guys for a while. like what you guys do. Uh, I, we just got done with the Tampa series, and I have a thought, and I want to see how you guys, uh, what you guys thought about it. I'm thinking the Yankees are um, play, just got done playing down to Tampa a little bit because I feel like they think that uh, Oakland, if it's them versus uh, either Tampa Bay or Cleveland in the wild card game, they have more of a thought that Oakland's going to beat out uh, Tampa better chances than they would with uh, the Indians to actually go face the Astros. And honestly, I think Oakland will give the Astros a run for their money. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Thanks, guys. All right. So the question is, and a lot of people were thinking this, uh, were the Yankees kind of not that interested in getting home field advantage because they'd rather face the Twins right away than and have Oakland and or the Rays get a shot at maybe beating Houston? There's a lot of people saying that, that the Twins are the best draw in round one anyway. So get them. You and I said the Twins would be the team we want to play the most. So many people are saying it, and I think it so deeply that it's scaring me. Right. Because a little reverse jinx there. Uh, my, my answer would be there's no way the Yankees were like, hey, let's lose so we get to play the Twins. I think there may be in the back of your head like, well, if we lose, we get the Twins. So, And these games don't matter anyway, so shrug. Health was always number one. Oh, we lost I, your audio. Oh. Hey oh. Hey oh. Health was always number one. I, I think we've we've been on that from the start and they've said that openly. <laughs> um and I think there was a point early last week where the Yanks were two games back at Houston and Houston had the tiebreaker anyway, so it was essentially three games back. So I think there was a moment like we even there's no sense in pushing full bore to get home field advantage when a it's not the goal and b it wasn't likely at that point anyways. So yeah, do you um, think? And this is uh, Mark in the chat says I think they may have tried harder. If not, if if they had to win these last couple games to draw the Twins instead of Oakland, do you think the pedal would have been a little more down? I think Oakland is the only team with a fear factor just because our record there over the years. And the and, and cross-country trip. Right. You, you just don't want to deal with that. So if there was some finagling around that, but yeah, I mean, you're just dancing with too much. Tampa could beat Oakland very easily tomorrow. Uh, they're, a very, they're a very good team themselves. Wait, wait. The, uh, the, which, which wild card game goes first? Uh, the NL. So not tomorrow. Well, when they're listening to this tomorrow, that's the business, baby. You got me excited, um, dude. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, the the NL games when we're recording the NL games are tomorrow. Um, it'll be tonight when you're listening. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it, there's a lot going on there. I think it's more so, uh, you know, things fell where they fell. Where it didn't make sense to fight for home field. The Twins are still a good matchup for us. Um, kind of a a let it ride thing. So I I guess they took the the pedal off the the gas a little bit, but let it ride. Let it ride, baby. That's a quote from Boy Meets World. When Corey and Sean get into gambling. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's an educational episode. Um at the end there were they were they asking were they implying that Oakland's going to give Houston a fight? Is that kind of the consensus right now cuz isn't Oakland 8 and 2 in their last 10 games against Houston or something of that nature? Something. Yeah, I think I think Oakland may give them the best fight just cuz they're division rivals. They've seen each other a lot. Yeah. But Houston can steamroll them, Jake. Like steamroll yeah. them. And I'd be wouldn't be shocked. Remember when uh was it 2017 when Houston played the Red Sox in the DS and Altuve just hit two home runs in like his first two at bats and it was like over from then? It's like, okay, well, Houston's gonna crush these guys. Yeah, and that's I think as Yankee fans, we do want to root for Oakland. Just because, Jim, I was going through some of this today. And again, if you guys are big baseball fans and you haven't been tracking us on talking baseball, you're going to want to because we're, we're cranking out a ton of stuff there in the coming weeks every day, baby. Uh, Jim, I just think it's funny. if When you think of Houston's roster, uh, yes. you can argue. So let's, I, I'm not going to say that player A is necessarily better than player B, but I just want you to say if there's a fair argument to be made about if this player is better than another player. So basically this this topic is Austin Meadows is the best player on Tampa, right? He had a yeah. breakout year. He's a good ball player, but he's kind of young. Or he is young. We'll we'll see what he does. I hope I hope he shows out a little in whatever postseason they have. But back to Houston, Jimmy. I mean, could you so the topic is could you make an argument that this player is better than Austin Meadows? I'll burn do, down the list. Jose Altuve. Oh, uh, yep. Carlos Correa. Yeah. Alex Bregman. Yeah. Michael Brantley. Yes. Jordan Alvarez. Argument for sure. Yeah. That would be a close George one, Springer. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So there's six guys, and I could throw in Yuli Gurriel. I won't. You got him, Meadows. Knock yourself out. There's six guys that you could say are better than Tampa's best player. Like, I just think if Tampa beats Oakland, which they can, I think they get steamrolled. <laughs> I, I think Oakland's got a couple more guys, Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, that Marcus Simeon had a huge year. I think Oakland can at least battle them a little bit. But if Houston's running at 100%, <laughs> they're crazy good. Yeah. It's kind of rude to the Rays. You just dismantled them. A little bit. Maybe I'm wrong, Rays. You know what, Rays? Why don't you go out there and beat Houston? That would be a son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, John Boy and Jake. It's Amato in California. I just saw Montgomery pitch two scoreless innings to start a game here. And I'm thinking, you know what? This guy is going to be a future of our team. He's going to be potentially one of our starters next year. So why not take him along for the ride um, uh, in the postseason? Kind of like what the Yankees did in 95 with uh, Mariano, you can say. You know, like they had him there in the postseason. You know, he got to see, you know, firsthand. In fact, he became a reliever at that point. Um, uh, which might be a little bit of an argument for my other guy who I'm pushing for to make the postseason roster, Loisica. I think he also has a future with the team, maybe out of the bullpen. Um, maybe throwing him out there in the postseason could potentially be, uh, you know, his niche. So I wanted to see what you guys think about Loisica and Montgomery both making the playoff roster, even if it maybe means going one short as far as bats. I don't know. Um, I guess a lot can change between now. I'm talking on uh, Tuesday here, um, so about a week from uh, where you guys are probably airing this. But I want to see what you guys think. Amato calling us from the past. Montgomery on the playoff roster. Now there's that last spot. I like what he's saying about, you know, he's part of this team and part of the future, so include him. But the thing is, they did that with Derek Jeter in 1995. He wasn't on the roster. You just travel with the team, and you know you you're not on the roster to do that. And and they might they're gonna limit that. You know what I mean? Like if fucking Tyler Lyons doesn't make the playoff roster, I don't think Tyler Lyons is flying to Minnesota to sit on the dugout. But maybe he's funny. I don't know. <laughs> but I think Montgomery will be. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's I, baseball wise. I I think it's and let me know if this is unfair, but if Monty's in, he's in. Like, yeah, throw him on the roster and let's ride him through the World Series. Like, if Jordan Montgomery's ready to go, we can use him. If he's not ready, uh, like, shut him down. He came back, he threw a little bit, and he looked good. He's coming off a major injury, and he's a guy that we're going to be expecting to throw 160 innings next year. So it's for me it's is is he ready and he's good to go cuz if so he probably deserves a roster spot. If there's any question marks, I think you shut it down, you go elsewhere. You think Lasagna should be in the same boat? When are they going to announce the roster? Do you, I mean they don't have to until like the day before. We still don't know. We still think it's going to be Sessa and Lasagna, Sessa and maybe Hale. Hail's the wild card. Um, it I'm, depends how many pitchers they're bringing. I'm putting um, my money on lasagna. The Hale thing's a total wild card. Like, is is David Hale healthy, or was David Hale like trying to prove the team he's healthy, or what was that? Um, I, I lasagna seems to be the good money because I mean he does have. An absolutely electric arm. So if we did had to throw him for two innings a slop, maybe he looks dynamite, but I don't know. So hopefully it's a lot of conversation about nothing. I think it is. Yeah. What's up, guys? Matt calling from Jersey. Um, what's on my mind today is just uh, the MLB's like TV uh, postseason schedule and the way they put every year, I'm looking back actually, the two-seed versus three-seed series for the division series, they always play each other in an afternoon game, whether it's 1 o'clock or 3 o'clock, and that just brought to mind for me how the MLB 
wonders why maybe his playoff ratings aren't a little higher than they are. But who can watch? Who can tell their boss they're leaving work four hours early to go watch a, a baseball playoff game? Like, yeah, it'd be awesome, but fact is, it's not how it works. I don't get why they don't put all these games at night. I don't know how I'm going to watch game, uh, game one and probably games three and four of the division series. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Let me know what you guys think. See ya. Thanks, Matt. That's a pretty fair point. Like, the NBA, every game, they do so much to make sure that it's on the weekends and nighttime. Yeah. But it's the most dragged-out playoffs ever. Uh, So there's part of me that loves the boom, 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 boom of the DS. Like, there's one game. There's one day. I think it's a Sunday or Saturday where there's four games, Jake. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Dude, the 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 weekday day games are that I was talking about after the earlier in the show. They're brutal, and you're right. How can you, you know, like if you're a diehard team fan of that team, you'll make do. You'll figure it out. Right. If you're a casual fan, you're like, I can't. I'm not gonna take off work to go watch this, and that's where they miss out because all the other sports make it so that's not even a decision for casual fans. But there's so many games, and it's so quick. I don't know if they would be able to. And that's what I, I, I said it really weird before, but I think in a way it's complimenting Houston. Like, that, and, and maybe this is New York snobby a little bit, but like New York's, New York's not going to shut down for ALDS game one. <laughs> like That's not how New York operates. Like Houston, that Friday afternoon game, most Houston businesses are going to Hey, cut out early. Get out of here. You're you're good. New York City still got to go. Um, that is fun. So, thinking about like 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 if Denver had a big thing in downtown Denver, it'd be like offices are closed today. Go to the game. Like n- nothing can take New York off its schedule. Nothing no. can overtake the city of New York. Like maybe a World Series game, but a World Series game is going to be at night. Like, I think a lot of New York offices, if you're like, yeah, I, I, yeah I'm thinking about cutting out early at three for the Yankees, they'll say the Division Series? Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know how baseball would fix it. I know, like, Buck was talking about how he thinks it's bad how many off days they're putting in, yeah. the, in the playoffs now because you just need three pitchers to win. And it's totally different than the regular season when you can use your good bullpen nonstop. But it's a, I kind of like I'm opposite buck there. I like that the good pitch. I think it's better the product of baseball that you're giving to the fans in the postseason when you have your top relievers being able to pitch majority of the games. That's a much better product. So I'm against buck there. That's the catch 22. Yes, it is slightly different than the regular season. You're all over that buck, but it's to put a better product out. It's to put more stars and better players out. Yeah. Hey, fellas, it's Bubak. Um, I wasn't going to ask the question because I, I thought we were kind of over it, um, <laughs> the injuries issue, and I know it's been a big topic, the, the whole uh, training staff deal, but my thought here is, I mean, what what is Dono? What is he, like 62, 63, something like that? Could it be an issue where, you know, there's all this new medicine and new new ways to do things, and Dono's like, nope, not doing it. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And he's going the old school way that he learned, and it's just not getting it. You know, it's not getting it done. Um, 
I don't know, just my two cents. Uh, great year talking Yanks. Can't wait for uh, the fourth. Uh, postseason's here, baby. Bonus baseball. Go Yanks. Bonus baseball. Thanks, Bubak. Leave Dono out of it. Yeah. No, I mean, strength and conditioning coach, and then maybe the maybe the authorities that handle return dates and stuff like that. Dono doesn't handle any of that. What Dono does, I mean, one of Dono's job duties, and I love Steve Donahue, one of his job duties is to tape up commemorative baseballs. Yeah. Because he's the guy who has tape. His main job duty is to walk out to the mound and see, like, let me put pressure on your hand. That's bad. Uh, let me tape you up before the game. Let me massage that out. You know, and then preparation. Like, Dono's not, like, giving them their stretching regiments to prep. That's not his job. He's no. not fine-tuning their muscles or developing them to be in playing shape. He's an infield trainer. Tapes you up, relays how much he thinks you're in pain, what you should do, and stuff like that. I mean, and not to be rude to A, where Jimmy started. Leave Dono out of it. Love Dono. That's, One of the better Instagram that, followers. That's that's just the rules. Leave Dono out of it. Yeah, I feel like, and I don't want to be rude to Dono, but isn't he? He's more so like a figurehead. And like this year, it's been a bad time to be a figurehead. <laughs> no, I mean he has job duties that he probably does right. really well, but they're they're they they don't come into play with the injuries. Right, and if you really think about it, I mean, Dono travels with the team and stuff. If someone gets hurt in their rehabbing, they're in Tampa with with a crew down there. Like, there's probably a lead crew in Tampa that's like the Yankees rehab team or whatever it is. They have a strength and conditioning coach. Like, they have right. assistant strength. You know, they have a whole program. So, go follow Dono on Instagram and leave him out of it. Thanks, Bubak. What's up, guys? It's your pal, Artie, checking in. Artie. Uh, order of business to my lawn mowing, corn-growing friend from Nebraska, Bubak. <laughs> your Huskers got beat up. My condolences. But uh, as a Michigan fan, go blue. We can share in our hatred of the Ohio State University. Um, Jimmy, Jake, on to you guys. So now <laughs> the 162 games are behind us. If you could give one piece of advice to Boone and the coaches before Friday, you know, just based off of everything you've seen this season, what would it be? Uh, personally, I would just say let Tanaka start. Chad is valuable as hell, and Tanaka's a stud when it counts. Um, all right, boys, I'll see you at the parade. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I love Bye. that. Already called in and left a voicemail for Bubak. We yeah. just got listeners and callers talking to each other via our form of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're just phasing us out. <laughs> just phasing us out. Eventually, which is the, smart. Uh, I also forgot to tell you, Jake, all that talk about Dono and the training. This call by Artie was brought to you by Instinct Dog Training. Oh, wow. Yeah. Obedience, manners, behavior issues, like fear. Dealing with fear right now going into the postseason? Aggression. Are you dealing with aggression right now, Jake, as we amp up for the postseason? Anxiety. I know you're dealing with a lot of anxiety. Born anxious. Yeah. Well, we can send you to Instinct Dog Training. They got facilities in Manhattan and Bergen County. About to open up a bunch of elders, I think, inside news. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, and I always do it, and I feel bad. Right. Let the dogs play. 
Go to instinctdogtraining.com. You get 10% off board and train camp or private lessons if you use the code TALKINGYANKS. Talk to our friends there. They're Talking Yanks listeners. Talk, they're Yankees fans. They probably got a lot of anxiety going into the postseason. The dogs? Everyone, man. They know. You don't think you yeah. think your dog knows your mood? Oh, my dog knows my mood, and he knows my mood with him, and it's normally how he feels about me, but he smells awful right now. Whenever he you was, bring him home from the dog place, he smells bad. I mean, five days just playing with, you know, 50 or so dogs. He smells so bad. Why doesn't the dog place, not Instinct Dog Training, but the place that you bring Noodle when you go away, why don't they offer like an exit grooming? Like make that part of what their package is. You'd pay for it. I think it. they do. And I think I even signed up for it because this always happens. But I think like doodle hair is so such like its own thing that I think they intentionally ignore it. And then I'm too lazy to say something. So now it's just me and the smelly dog. What, that's usually what he says about you. Yeah. Fair. So go check out Instinct Dog Training. Yeah. Already called. Already said, what would your piece of advice be to Boone and the Yankees? Uh, before the postseason, I'd open up with, let's try winning. Yeah. All of them. And maybe we only lose a couple, but that still gets the job done. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Go team. Break. Man, I don't know, because, like, I don't think you can tell them what I want to see. Like, I want to see every at-bat is intense. I want to, like, you know, don't lose an at-bat. You know, like, fight. Like, don't go, like, you know, that's what I want to see is, like, intense at-bats. The let Tanaka start. I don't think, I think they're going to let Tanaka start. Um, I don't know. Do your job. Patriots way yeah I've, I've I've got kind of a lazy one that we stumbled into last night and then I've got kind of a rude one the lazy one was just the I think I want Edwin hitting in front of Gary um I just my whole thing I think Edwin will give you a more consistent at bat and if you have people on for Gary I think that makes him infinitely more dangerous at the plate um and again, I I don't even have facts or stats to go with that, but it's just an idea I had, so I throw it out there. And then kind of building on what you said, Jim, is like if we're down one or down two and it's the seventh inning or so, don't sesame. They're not going to. You don't think down two or something like that? They fucking better not. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm just picturing like down to seventh inning. They're like, hey, could we get one out of Sessa? No way. That's why I'd say it. I mean, that's good advice, but I don't think that's going to happen. What happened last year? Like... Mm. Game one, Hap sucked, right? Yes. We're down. <clears throat> oh, that remember they almost made a comeback? They were down five nothing after three. And after Hap, they went right to Chad Green. Down three nothing. Right. Then after that, down five nothing, they went to Lance Lynn. Who gave him two I mean, strong. Then it got to five I'm... three, down two. And they went, once it got back to within two, they went Zach Britton, 
David Robertson. Right, but in <clears> theory, <throat> Lance Lynn in that story could be Louis Sessa. Yeah, but that's down five. Yeah. Once it got to down two, they went to the good guys. I think they're going to, I don't think we're going to see Sessa down two. They better not. They better listen to your okay. advice. Okay. <clears throat> That'd be bullshit. John Boy and Jake, Skadoosh, McCauley here. <laughs> you guys, great show. Love listening every week. Sharp stats, fantastic. The Burns, I love you guys. I hope you're going to do a show. This is more of a request. I hope you're going to do a show after every postseason game. Uh, I love the analysis. I love the awards. You guys are awesome. Have a great postseason. Go Yankees. Super positivity going on right here. Chris Skadoosh McCauley, out. Skadoosh McCauley. Wow. It's a good name. Yes, we will be doing a show. I mean, yo, yo. I mean, yo, yo. We're going to do a pregame show. So go find the Talking Yanks pregame show. We did them before every game, majority of games in the regular season. It's its own podcast. We will be doing a pregame show before every game. And then we will be doing a postgame show after every game. Uh, That's what we've done the last two years. We will do it again this year. It's a wild time. There's sometimes when you really fucking don't want to do it. There's other times when you have too much energy and excitement to even get words out. And it's uh, maybe the most. What's the word I'm looking for? Like not even keeled episodes ever. Because you've got fleeting playoff emotions like, yeah, the fucking riding so, so, so high or zero out of 10. If I if my memory serves me correctly, which it never does, but if it does, it's we come in to like say we've lost the game. We come in and we're like, all right, you know, let's not be super negative. So we come out. We're pretty even keel. And then we say, like, one thing that triggers us from the game, and then we go to that dark place real quick, and then you come back up. And then I think for winning, it's the same but opposite. Like, we come in and we're like, yeah, we're excited, but it's just a win. And then we're like, yo, that homer. And then it's like, okay, let's lose our minds. And then, and then we're like, oh, crap. Okay, there's a game tomorrow. Get ready. I love and hate the playoffs and love them. <clears throat> yes. All right, last voicemail is a quick episode. Quick up. Hey, Tim again. Um, I do have a question for you guys. So, if you guys had to choose one thing in the playoffs that scares you for the team, like pitching, bullpen, offense, defense, uh, which would it be and then why? So, I know the offense was a little lackluster this week. I know you don't put any stock into it right now. But, if one thing would scare the most about going into postseason, which one would it be and why? I'm just looking forward to you. Personally, mine's the offense, um, especially against good righties. Sometimes I feel like they just break down, especially with Didi not swinging the bat well. It doesn't really lengthen the lineup. Um, that's just my personal opinion. But love to hear what you guys have to say. All right, bye. All right, well, kind of a downer vo- voicemail. 
But we got to keep it real, Jake. Right. What scares me is how good Houston is, but we got to get there first. Right. Um, What scares me about the Twins is how I don't think they're good. Yeah, I think the... the, Oh, lost your audio again. The the thing with the Twins for me is there's there's an 80-90% chance they're kind of overmatched, right? We've got similar lineups. We've got a lot more dangerous dudes coming out of the bullpen. Um, even even in our rotation, someone like Tanaka has a lot more experience and Sevy's a lot more elite. Sevy and Paxson are more elite than someone like Berrios when they're right. Um, the, the 10% or 20% for the Twins is that offense is really good. If their guys are hot, um, and their pitcher, their pitching figure something out. Um, like I think the twins are either going to look really good. There's a 10% chance of that, or it's 90% they're overmatched. And if that 10% happened, it'd be awful. It'd be absolutely awful. I don't like thinking about bad things. Right. I, I <clears throat> I'm where I'm at with the twins. The same place I was with the A's last year. Like, we can't have this season and then fucking lose to the Twins. Right. It'd be like, wrong. Two plus two equals four, not Twins yeah. over Yankees. <clears throat> so, that and that scares me more than it excites me. Yeah, and we, we did on, on one of the episodes of Sharp Stats, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, we did the, the fact that the Yanks are pretty split-proof. I, I think we, we focused on that and that the Yankees, you know, guys, a good right-handed pitcher that throws a, a down-and-away power slider, that's tough for a lot of teams to hit, not just the Yankees. Uh, so, yeah, if someone's having a good day, they have a good day. But our our guys are going to give incredible at-bats. We're, Gio Urshela may be batting ninth, and there was times when he was our cleanup hitter, and he could have—he was in the running for the batting title before he he tweaked his hammy or whatever happened. I love. Uh, I hope Urshela and DJ and and the different at bats they have, and Gardner playing well. It's been a lot yeah. different than last year. I hope those three can sprinkle in those at bats, and everyone else starts kind of gravitating towards that. Like, oh shit, let's go! I'm gonna battle too. I'm just going to put the ball in play, too. You know what I mean? Last season, yeah. we didn't have that. We didn't have DJ. We didn't have Urshela. Gardner was not playing, really. Mabin or McCutcheon was out there. And uh, it was Homer or, like, big swings. Like, we didn't have the the mixture. I think the mixture's key. Yeah, and I, I think you and I think that Brett Gardner's going to split up Judge and Stanton, and... I bet there's some people that that still will just drive them nuts because that's not how they picture baseball. But you have to, for a pitcher, that's a lot more work you have to do. Um, if and and that's why. So I I guess that would be my from this voicemail. When you look at the lineup, if you're a person that's a big believer in it and and that is what it is, a don't get too lost. But b think about it as if you were the pitcher. If you had if you had Judge, Stanton, Gary, Edwin up four straight batters, if you're a 
a pitcher, you're just going low and away with the fastball, hoping to get to two strikes and then bouncing that slider in the dirt. Um, with Guardy, it's a completely different at bat. Um, it, it would be huge for the Yanks if one of the lefties, Guardy or Didi, can have a big series so that they can split up the lineup just a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Fingers crossed. We've found one more. TD in the chat says, hey, I left a voicemail. So I found it, and this one will be the official last voicemail. So I was singing the Talking Yanks theme song in the shower the other day, like I do every morning listening to the pod, and I thought, I need to leave a voicemail. What's up, Jim and Jake? It's TD from Madison, Connecticut. I'm back, and I told you I'd be back to the playoffs. First, want to say personally, never had so much fun or been invested in a season like I have this year. I'm only a couple years older than you two, so I love those teams from 96 to 2000. But when the Yankees win their 28th World Series, it will be the most enjoyable victory of my life. And I think we all have you two fine dudes to thank for that. Now, questions for you. What's your mood on game day in the playoffs? Do you yell, scream, go crazy early in the game? Or are you like me and try to keep emotions contained? like the steam in a big pot of spaghetti. Maybe with a little side of meatballs. Mmm, big chunky meatballs. Kind with sauce so good you let it drip down your chin because you just don't care. And that steam keeps building up under that lid all afternoon. Gets so hot you start sweating in the kitchen just waiting. Waiting for that one moment when you blow the lid off that motherfucker. Let's go. Yanks, see you Friday. Man, he threw out so many of your old nicknames. Big Chunky Meatball. Yeah, check. <laughs> Steam. <laughs> Steam. Steam. Um, damn, yeah. Uh, well, thank you for the compliments and all that shit. It's been a blast having you aboard, TD. Yeah. Jake, my game day is anxiety ridden i won't think about it i'll block it out i'll block it out and then i get a couple where i think about it hard and my stomach drops with a little nerves and then it's almost as soon as the game starts i can relax because like okay i don't have to think about it anymore it just gets to be when judge hit that home run against the A's. And this is a little different with the with the wild card than it is for the DS. Like we can lose game 1 and I won't waver in in uh confidence or whatever. You know what I mean? Um but like it's a release once that first good thing happens. Like once yeah. We get through the first inning or we score the first run. It's then it's like I'm screaming like like I'm going a little nuts. Then it's calmed down. Okay, long game, long game. Lot, lot to do, lot to play, lot to play. I'm pretty good at distracting my my brain when I need to. So, like, I'll be good up until about a half hour before the game, and then I'm I'll be a schwitz. I'll just I'll I'll be lost. Um, so that's me. Cry, baby, Jake. Well, okay. I I don't think anyone was hinting towards that. Well, I don't know. Just throwing out old nicknames. Just throwing some out there. Chunky meatball. Crybaby Jake. Um, no, it's it's funny right now. I'm reliving the emotions from when the twins went up early in the wild card game to 
to when Didi hit that homer and just the swing and emotions is insane. So I guess I'm, I, I'll pretend to be ready for that, but I won't be. No, Can't be. No one's ready. No one's ready. And your nickname was never Chunky Meatball. It was the Human Meatball. The Human Chunky Meatball. Thank you. Thank you. That ends the episode. We'll be back on Wednesday night if you want to join live in the Patreon chat and watch live. Or, or no, Thursday night or Friday morning. Play it. I think we're still asking for voicemails. I think we got a handful. Handful. We're going to play the best. You pump up voicemails. Get you going voicemails. Get you excited. Hopefully the lineups or the rosters out and all that. And then as soon as the lineups out, check out the pregame show and we'll do some more talk. Fuck. It's a lot of talking, Jake. A lot of talking, Jake. Get it? Get it? I am excited. All right. Thank you guys very much. Enjoy your day. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.